to these people. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh, and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks who can be found the best out of the madness. Reason in the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how are you doing this evening? I've vaccinated more than I, I I mean again more than after this song <laughs> yeah <laughs> the first time we don't play a song and it's the, more annoying than a vaccine song I knew I, I figured a way we could make you want the vaccine songs again <laughs> here it comes you know folks. Who you are <laughs> now if you're wondering why why I made you listen to 40 seconds of truck horns and police sirens. Uh, that's what's been, that's what everyone's been listening to in the city of Ottawa for five straight days. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, has it been that many days? They just oh. stayed there? Yes, they've been there the whole oh. time. It's a 14 day quarantine, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the real 15 days to stop the spread. Yeah. <laughs> the spread of fascism. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, dude, it's it's making me laugh so hard because as annoying as that, as insufferable as that was to listen to for forty seconds, that's been happening for five days now. That is, it's every bit of annoyance that I've had over the last two years compiled into five days, just all compacted into a five day span, and blasted straight into the eardrums of everybody that I hate. It's making me so happy. <laughs> and if you want to honk in solidarity with the Canadian truckers, call in, leave us a recording of what your car honk sounds like. God damn it, Josh. Fumble. At 1-833-666-911. That's 1-833-666. Wait, what did I? Did I? You <laughs> fucked up so bad. You didn't even say we're, you didn't say a whole number there. You went... <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't know. You you fucking blanked oh my out. God, Jesus Christ! Um, again, that's uh one eight thirty three six six. I can't speak. Jesus fucking one eight thirty three. Stop. Leave this in, cabbage. Leave this in. I want to see him crash and burn. He's done it good for too long. Six 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 zero nine one one. What happened? I don't know. I finally have my fucking uh. My my rollback of reading the number though that was your third strike you are out of here, Aaron. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> you can cut out most of that intro, but. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh. Bob, I, I hope you have a stroke while saying the number next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I can feel the love. I love it. I'm so happy for this day. <laughs> All right. So do you guys I want to get hear... some car horns, though? I'm sorry. What was that, Josh? I hope we do get some car horns in the voicemail, though. <sighs> I can't believe you did that. I'm, we're just going to get like 17 voicemails of just... Just somebody blaring their horn. It's insane. <laughs> all of I don't our know why fans, you do that to me. All of our fans are going to call in. Plus seven other random people we've never heard about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Um, <sighs> you guys want to hear a Canadian man having a mental breakdown in public because of the beeping? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yes. I, I can only imagine uh, the, the people going through this are understanding and tolerant of the protest that's taking place. I mean, Canada's of, known know. for its democracy, so like this is just another one of those you know protest demonstrations. Uh, I'm sure people are just going outside their houses with uh, making up signs to join them in support of uh, you know well, mo- their, their liberties. Most of them are actually a lot of people love it because it's the it's the horns of freedom. <laughs> Some people though, it's the fucking stop. Then it stops when the government lifts the mandates. You fucking idiot! The mandates are provincial, not federal! The mandates! If you're mad about wearing a mask, okay. Okay. we're getting Let's a fucking vaccine. Go talk to Doug Ford! Okay, well, you know what? The fucking Prime Minister has nothing to do with this! Actually, actually, he does. Do you know anything about civics? Yes, yes, actually, I do, because didn't, didn't the federal <laughs> government make vaccine mandates for all federal employees? And all federal... It's a requirement for your fucking job! Yeah. Exactly, that's part of the mandate, man. Karen! 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 Well, that's a choice. The hawking will continue until freedom improves. Simple as that. Simple as that. Fuck you. Fuck me? Fuck you. Join us. Oh, shit. That. Listen to that guy lose his fucking mind, and he doesn't understand. Even his insanity, his argument is, it's not federal. Or like, he's like, federal it, he employees said, need it. He's like, you just need it to keep your job. Like, that's not a big <laughs> deal. Like, that's not what people are freaking out about. Also, the big problem for this specifically is the um, border crossing, right? Or like, you know, the customs and immigration. So that that yes. is would that be a federal case? Yes, I'd there's imagine. tons of different ones. It's obviously it's all being supported by the federal government. The federal government is the prime minister Justin Trudeau stands up there and threatens everybody that doesn't get a vaccine. And this retard, he just wants the honking to stop. So he's like, it's not federal; it's provincial. Like, well, his argument too isn't even anything like. Oh, safety! You're putting others at risk. Uh, you're you're you know perpetuating the international spread of new variants. Uh, no, it's just uh, there's a law, and that means we have to follow it to the T. Yeah, I love that's, that he's just it. like, that's, oh, it's it's he's not standing up it, for everything. It's your choice. You only need it for your job. Oh, is that all? <laughs> well, I guess we're going home then. <laughs> All you have to do is comply. It's not that difficult. I complied. Look how easy it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not flipping out at random people on the street. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not in a schizophrenic tirade in the middle of public <laughs> while being filmed. <laughs> yeah, the guy filming is like, they're t- the guy talking back is just so calm, too. Like, not like a condescending calm, like just a, regular talking to a person calm uh yeah oh yeah because he loves it because he watching dude watching somebody that is advocating for you to be fired from everything for just not taking experimental gene therapy watching that person be driven mad is probably the most therapeutic thing that's happened to this man in like two years he's he is he he's probably levitating right now he's in such a state of zen watching this (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I think they're crossing the threshold because there's finally some sort of resistance. And these people, like, they, they don't understand the resistance at all in their mind. They have no idea what it is. That's why they're reacting this way. They're, they're blaming them instead of the government for everything. Yeah, like, they're just like, it's have, not a big deal. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But they, they understand the resistance. They understand that the resistance, uh, it's a cult. Uh, and like, and, and that, uh, wait, what was the other line? Um, that was just, I think it was MSNBC reporter. Kind of <laughs> went off. Do you have a script <laughs> over there? What's going on? I think, I think he's trying no, was, to read the New York one. Times or something. Jewish. Is this a Jerusalem <laughs> Post? Is it in Hebrew? Is that the problem right now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Um, so the, oh, an MSNBC reporter, uh, there was like a minor controversy of him referring to the, the truckers, the people don't want to get vaccinated as a cult and that, that behavior. Um, and like, oh, what, what, what were they doing, you know, when they had to go to school, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, grade school, they were lining up and getting their five vaccines. Why are they being such hypocrites now? Uh, and yes, it's cult like behavior. And then the Washington Post had a, had a great op-ed piece um, where it was uh, this guy talking about uh, paralleling this protest with the January 6th uh, insurrection at the United States Capitol. Um, yeah. Made up of many individuals and far-right groups that have embraced the convoy as a Canadian version of the January 6th rioting in the United States. Amazing. The movement shares an affinity with Trumpist, toxic, authoritarianist politics. It's literally authoritarian. Let people do what they want. That's authoritarian now. I even saw there was a political cartoonist that I I think does work for the New Yorker, I believe. And he's the one that that drew that. that It was a single panel comic and it was a road full of trucks and he he scribbled fascism on all the trucks. Did you see that? What? what? Scribbling as in the truck drivers are bringing fascism into their country. They're bringing fascism into the capital. It's the United States' biggest export. (laughs) Fascism. (laughs) It's like the guy literally doesn't understand the concept. Like you're you're explaining this and like there was this artist had this moment on Twitter where he made this comic. He put it online and people were like, yes, like refusing government mandates is a form of fascism. What what part of fascism? What? Does fascism mean to you? Like, I think you need to define it at this point and they make don't it know. very clear and make it very crystal fucking clear. They don't know. No, they don't care about terminology of words. They change them depending on the argument. So they're right. So like fascism just means people that disagree with me. And I, I call the bad. They're the bad man. At whatever time <laughs> they're the bad man. It, it, it doesn't have an actual meaning to them other than that. Yes. It's that kindergarten, like paint by numbers shit. I mean, it's conflated with um, conservatism and right-wing politics. I, I was reading, the other day I was reading some article from like five years back, and the the title was something like, uh, I forget I forget the topic, but the title was talking about um, right-wing tendencies, and then go in the article, and it, had, it was saying authoritarianist tendencies, or authoritarian um, like be- beliefs, and nothing about right-wing politics. It was just saying authoritarian is right-wing. And there was some, some Atlantic article I read last year, too, where like there was this big revelation in the field of sociology and psychology in the last year that um, not all or that authoritarianism can be left-wing at all. 
That that oh. premise at all what? was unknown to the field of sociology until last year. Well, that's because they're actual retards. <laughs> <laughs> so so when people say like fascist and authoritarianist, they like they're just saying, oh, they're uh, conservative. That, that that's the that's it. But they don't even know what conservative means. Conservative also no, I mean, means okay. just yeah, bad yeah. guy. The guy that yes. doesn't agree with me. That that's, too. Yeah, it's all it means. They don't know what anything means. It just. I'm pretty it's, sure if you Google define like authoritarianism, it, it will be like uh, conservatism is a part of the definition. Well, not, and it's, not it's only been that, that way for it's been that way for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but in, in response oh. or yes. Well, it, OK, just a, a better example of how how poorly they are with uh, with definitions is. How many videos have you seen where, like, they're freaking out at some protesters, like, guys holding up some American flags, and they'll, like, be asking a black guy why he's a white supremacist? They're like, you're a white that. supremacist. Yeah. And you're like, it has white in the fucking title. Like, do you know what any of the words <laughs> you're saying actually means? Or is it just anybody that disagrees with you are these buzzwords? And they literally don't think about it. They're just, like, confused. They're like... Why would a black guy be a white supremacist? Well, oh well, he is. Uh, I'll call him it now. I have no, no don't even consider what it what anything I'm saying actually means at all. Because it's a system of oppression. Why don't you understand that yet? You need to do better. Dude, can we read some of these Reddit posts of people <laughs> oh, that are losing their mind? Speaking of white supremacists, I love this one right here. Uh, I pulled this up. This is from Stephanie. She her. Uh, I'm literally standing outside of London Drugs crying and having a massive panic attack outside of these or panic attack because of these fucking white supremacist star freedom fighters star emoji driving <laughs> by and honking their horns and waving uh, waving flag who have no idea what real oppression even looks like. <laughs> so it's not real oppression. It's only oppression light. So you should just fucking deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, she she concedes that it is indeed oppression, just not real oppression. It's just not, it's not that real, bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she she's the victim of real oppression here. Yeah, do you it's know true. how hard it is to get hormone therapy drugs in Canada? <laughs> it's. <laughs> do you know how brave it was for for her? Always been her to put she her in her t- name. The fact that she's a she her is already akin to Hitler. Being just a regular cis straight, straight white female. <laughs> Cardboard junkie. My street has nonstop has had nonstop honking for the last six hours. We need to stop calling this a protest. This is terrorism. Myself and many I know are stressed out, and some are just shivering from literally being sieged by honking. <laughs> I love that. Good sieged. Is, is this like one of those uh, <laughs> the, the secret government weapons, like a, like a brown note sort of thing, or a, a laser of sound where they're they're sieging you with their their horns? Is is that how this works? Yes. This person, the only siege that they ever heard of or know about is the siege of Hogwarts. <laughs> I mean, Bob, you can't mention transphobic literature. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Some some of these are great. Josh, you want to take this one? Can you read it? My mental health can't take this any longer. I almost threw up 
from the constant honking at my office. I hope our members of parliament are safe and secure before things get bloody tonight. I want to fucking die. <laughs> Let's do an update because this was day one. <laughs> It was going on for uh, five five days so far. (laughs) How bloody did it get, Aaron? Do you have any news reports on the bloodshed of the Ottawa protest? I would say uh, at least forty three percent or forty one percent of redditors have killed themselves by now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a follow up to that. I was just saying to a friend, uh, this would cause me severe mental anguish just from the noise. I hope you're okay. Can you go somewhere for a while? <laughs> yeah, go outside. <laughs> Touch some grass. <laughs> you clown. You fucking clowns. Oh, my God. Man, the, the end of the, the Washington Post piece ties into it as well. He's talking about that the convoy is, by and large, a fringe group, uh, blah, blah, blah. Either way, we shouldn't ignore or placate them. Rather, the convoy and its supporters must be met with a counter-movement that refuses to give them an inch, but instead focuses national, sub-national, and local efforts on true threats to liberty, which do exist. You know, the greatest part about it is because they're like a significant part of the supply chain, and you can't just arrest them and confiscate their tow trucks. Like, that makes the problem a hundred times worse. <laughs> so hey, it's like, hey, the Wall Street Journal assures me that so far there is no sign whatsoever that the mandate has led to an impact or has had an impact on the volume of trucks crossing the border. So, uh, Bob, fake news. I've only heard this from a guy at work, so take this one with a grain of salt, but apparently what I heard was the mayor of Ottawa uh, called the tow truck companies in the area to come start towing trucks, and they all told or at least a bunch of them just told them they had COVID and they couldn't come out and tow the trucks. (laughs) I don't know how he thinks that the tow truck companies were going to get to any of the semis or tow a semi. Yeah. Or tow like 50,000 semis. Yeah. It's it's not going to happen. It wasn't just semis, though. I mean, there were people in trucks with, like, uh, horns and stuff like that. Oh, totally. But the still, parade. like, what does he think they're going to do? Like, they tow them where? And what? Throw the keys in a field? Like, what? <laughs> back across <laughs> they can the just border. Get back. Like, they, there's only, like, bro- there's probably only, like, 20 tow trucks in the entire city of Ottawa. It's not like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's a snowy city. They might have more. But, what? yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> um. I like this one from Evolutionary on Reddit. Our kitty fear pooped in her bed, among other places. <laughs> she never has accidents outside of the box. I'm livid. My poor little girl. I feel so terrible for the pets of downtown. <laughs> Con- it's like constant fireworks for five days. I love uh. it. I love it so much. I hope I hope their cat fucking dies i hope it has a heart attack and dies <laughs> they try to mark it as a covid death Whatever parasites in that poop uh i love that she had a fear poop i've never <laughs> i've never had a pet that had a fear poop before oh this is it's so good but okay so another thing i wanted to bring up though um Oh my God, Jesus! Sorry, I, I saw these <laughs> new ones that you put up. 
I'm really getting tired of constant honking and helicopters circling around my apartment. Does anyone know when they'll stop honking? They already said they'll stop honking when freedom improves. (laughs) Those are the demands. (laughs) I live downtown. It's an absolute nightmare. I just see MAGA hats and non-mask wearers everywhere, and they're honking for hours. I hope they freeze their balls off. Not going to lie. Bad. I live right downtown. It's only been getting louder as the day's gone on. They're honking for hours. The constant honking. I feel like we're under attack. Only been getting louder. Dude, this is great. Has Canada ever been bombed before? Uh, um, Canada? Is that what you said? I have. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. No, who's bombed Canada? I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, what it feels like in Canada to be under attack, or what sort of. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, this is whatever. the closest thing to an invasion they've ever had. Okay, citizens uh, doing something rude for more than uh, 20 minutes. Sorry, <laughs> dude. It's, honk, it's honk, more sorry. than just more than just rude when they're harassing the local homeless shelter for food because the grocery stores won't let them in, the restaurants won't let them in without a mask. I love this. I love this so much. Well, they're probably just having it delivered to them, like because they were having their their fuel delivered to them in the city. Oh yeah did you, did you Great. know about that? Okay. Yeah, no, so, yeah. Like, well, they got to keep the the truck running to be able to honk all day. <laughs> yeah, stay warm and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's they're just idling, but it still takes some gas. Yeah, that's great. But the um the th- the point I wanted to talk about is. Now let's think about this. Like it's it's fun to just get caught up in it and be like, "That's hilarious." I hope it never stops and everyone in Ottawa kills themselves. But if you are like the grabbler, if you are Justin Trudeau in the cabinet, and you're like Justin Trudeau's bosses, whoever they might be, what would you do in this situation? To to because you never let a good tragedy go to waste. You gotta. Take this situation and flip it to your advantage. So how would you, how do you think you would try to flip this to their advantage? Because I want to try to predict what's going to happen in the future, basically. Well, okay. I I wasn't thinking about how they can turn it into their advantage. I was thinking more or less like what kind of ridiculous dumb laws are they going to pass? Um, how, well, they're, how they're already they... passing, or I think it's a uh, provincial, but um, the non-vax tax, right? Oh my god, like are they, already, they really passing that already? I, I think that's just in Quebec, maybe. But I mean, like, there, there's something like that. Um, no, I, I mean we, specifically we, to this protest. I, like, I was thinking, like, they're gonna, like, remove horns from vehicles <laughs> <laughs> or something. Like, make it illegal because they're that fucking petty. They're like, we don't even need them. They don't do anything in the modern Honking society. Honking a horn is, is yeah. hate speech. That's old technology. It's only done more <laughs> harm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Josh. I'm going to pass it off to you. I, let me think about it. Yeah, do you have a guess of what you think this might result in and what the uh, powers that be will will do to try to turn this in their favor? Yeah, I, I, I feel like they can arrest plenty of people and make a big uh, show and example there. Um, I feel like part of the, part of the tactic, too, is just not actually affecting the supply line. So just have the truckers drive through like a non-Ottawa city. Just have them go slightly out of their way, uh, but still have, you know, like don't actually affect the, the you know, international trade. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure 
what could or would be done past, you know, taxes, uh, some arrests and, you know, some uh, various regulations put on truckers. That's, uh, man, I, I'm uh, not as creative as Trudeau's going to be in a week. I, <laughs> I think they can't pull the January 6th thing on them because it's like they're legit hardworking, like working class people. Right. And you can't villainize the fuck out of them. You're not going to be able to villainize them. That won't work. Yeah, they, they can't pull a, a January 6th and just start locking people up, not giving them trials and all, all well, that. No, they don't have the jail nonsense. cells for that many people. Yeah. That's, that, there's no yeah. way they can do yeah. that. So there's, that, they can't succeed that way. So what I'm thinking is if I'm they, um, <laughs> we're already experiencing supply line issues. And I think what's going to happen is this is going to help that along. And there, I think Canada is going to very soon experience food shortages in all the grocery stores where all the shit's off the shelves. And then they're going to blame the fascist truckers for not delivering the food, which I think is already something that was probably going to happen because of their like kind of on purpose for how long. But now I think they're going to try to blame the truckers. And that's how they'll turn in their favor, because then it'll be like, then it'll, they can cr- they can be like, oh, this is cr- a crime. They're intent. The truckers were intentionally starving the population of the- these people died. They- you'll get the news story of like a family that couldn't get food and died in their homes or like somebody that ate their dog. You know, like you're going to get those kind of like they're going to pretend like it's, it's think- that and it's only because of the trucker protests. Hold on. Do you think the Canadian media is as like psychotic as our media is in that oh, regard? Oh, thousand percent. Yeah. Because yeah. I know like our media would do something like that, like find like a starving family and just like videotape them in their last moments instead of giving them something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Very Mother Teresa of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, do you think the propaganda arm in Canada is strong enough to pull that to pull that jumping of the shark? A thousand percent. I don't have the clip on hand right now but direct quote from justin trudeau i'll try to do my best to like mimic it (coughs) he's dying of code right now that's the quote right there he said yeah yeah he's very sick right now um he goes a lot of people have been complaining that the media lets the uh lets the government off the hook for no good reason or very that we did just let us off for no good reason i think that's kind of an insult they let us off the hook for a very good reason we pay them 600 million dollars to do so what (laughs) wait what yeah that was him bragging that they pay the media to literally 600 million dollars to literally not criticize them is that the the cbc is that like canada's uh version of the bbc exactly what which outlets but basically msm networks they prop up with tax dollars as a bribe and that's why that they're on their side he might have been referring if what bob is saying is true he might be referring to the regular funding of the network to begin with because the bbc is you know government funded um you know news outlet yeah yeah which means publicly taxpayer okay yeah then yeah so that that could just be the regular operating budget it could be referencing that and kind of making a joke that it's uh that it's like a bribe or you know that there's some sort of uh, you know ad being beholden to your advertisers as it were yeah i i can imagine it's very similar to our 
our NPR where it's like one of like the worst broadcasts with like the dumbest information for the dumbest people on the fucking planet uh, from the people that host NPR shows are like the worst people ever. And they should not be on any form of news media, television, radio, nothing, no podcasting. Get those people off the fucking air. I'm sure it's very similar like over there in the CBC, though. Um, I did find the clip if you want to play it. Yeah, you want to post it's it? It's fucking horrifying. You sometimes hear about liberal bias in the media these days, how they're constantly letting off our government, letting our government off the hook for no good reason. Frankly, I think that's insulting. It's clear they let us off the hook for a very good reason, because we paid them $600 million. You don't get stellar headlines like these without greasing the wheels a bit. <laughs> it's, it's, he's gone a little bit too far with the with the bit with the joke. What? what yeah, what's to the, the point bit? where it's like he <laughs> should be explain the hung. bit to me. <laughs> yeah, well, explain yeah. the bit because the bit is going <laughs> to end in. <laughs> so I mean, I, the bit like is that it's not a bit that it's like uh, you know well. <laughs> That he, that no, sure. the so, that yeah, he, I mean, like, there just happened to be an agency that's funded by us. Uh, so, sure, of course, they'd be nice to us. Do, 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 do. But he sold it too literally and kind of played his hand, as it were. Yeah, the, the bit is, I literally took $20 from every single Canadian baby or elderly person. Every single Canadian, I took $20 of taxpayer dollars from them and gave it straight to the news to propagandize to you haha boom boom like that's the bit yeah <laughs> that's a fucking insane clip how like how that guy can al- is allowed to even stay prime minister after that is insane well it kind of looked like because he looked like he was dressed up in like a uh for a formal event and the way he was talking at like a podium i, I almost thought it was like our version of meet the press and he was giving his like line of jokes and stuff like that. But the response from the crowd was suggest otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, Ooh, you should have done that. Actually. <laughs> you Honestly, that the guy cut kind of cut the sound there and switched it a little bit, but they actually kind of like go like, Oh, ha, 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 and Oh, and really? Like clap. Okay. Oh Yeah. So I think he he actually said it in like a joking reference. Oh, it was supposed to be a joke, but the joke is, look how corrupt we are. Yeah. Okay. It's insane. Like, it's not even just like a hint of irony. It's just him being the schmarmiest fucking douchebag on the planet. Like, it's it's crazy. What are the the term limits in Canada? I feel like Trudeau has been president my whole life. (laughs) I don't know. No, he just became. No, no, it's not. It's like, not nearly that long. Yeah, yeah. prime minister. Like, or, excuse yeah. me, prime minister. Yeah, he just became it like right before Trump, I believe. That was like his really first time. Okay, okay. Yeah, because like him and uh, Trudeau, Trudeau and Obama like pal around just a little bit before Obama got kicked out. Probably like two okay. years. Okay. Okay. Well, back on track though for a second. <laughs> Sorry. So, what do you think the chances are that there's a supply chain shortage of food in the grocery stores in the very near future, especially in Canada. And then 
will it will it end up like the way I said, where there's going to be a supply line shortage and they blame the truckers? Because that's the only way I can see them looking like the good guys are being able to vilify the truckers, basically, successfully. Um, I definitely think that there will be a supply chain shortage, especially like food and stuff like that for them. I think that's a possibility. I don't know. I feel like because a lot of places in America, we've had supply chain issues with food. And all you see, like the news media never talked about it. Still doesn't talk about it. Um, all all you see is like videos from people at Walmart taking like TikTok videos of the empty shelves and stuff like that. I don't yeah. know. I can't. I can't see them going too hard on it because it. I, I think it will still hurt them in the long run. No, I, I think Bob's know. right. One of one of the articles I was reading, they were making a big point about citing that oh, there aren't actually supply line shortages for for grocery stores anymore. Uh, that's just, you know, a, a false arguments that people in support of the truckers are making. Um, so that's, I, I think they, they'll probably continue along that line um, or that, that might be a bit better, uh, you know, bit better strategy for them. Um, but so, like whether or not that's true, I think there will be some supply chain shortages and at, at least uh, a lot of the, a lot of manufactured goods. I, I think Canada does, Canada does a lot with steel, um, the, the U.S. imports uh, as well. I think I think we'll see a lot with that. I think they're ramping up to be like, see, look at our documentation that there were no supply line shortages until this happened. <laughs> Maybe that that's also an option. Yes, but yeah, we'll 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 revisit that on a later episode to see if uh, I was right, like I'm always right. Oh, the narrative <laughs> had had shifted. Dude, yeah, should, should we do like a? a- retrospective of all the predictions and like past topics and stuff and see the God, that would be fun. just to prove just to demonstrate the Aaron was always right uh, I can't imagine though like listening to those like first dozen or two dozen episodes where the audio quality was such dog shit just to see if Aaron I when I said all the episodes I meant like back to 30 <laughs> 33 specifically <laughs> yes uh, well the first like dozen is where the COVID predictions were though oh okay that'd be a real bad listen the audio was real dog shit then. Back to Josh's prediction. I Josh, I think the 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 news article that you pulled up in defense of your argument saying that it's like, oh well, we have evidence saying that the vaccine mandate didn't cause supply chain shortages. I think that's them reinforcing their argument, being like, Well, we're fully gonna blame the truckers now. We have yeah, we have oh, scientists. We have scientists and professionals. And masters of their fields telling you that it's the truckers' faults. That's all they have to do, right? A thousand percent. Let's get an authority on on the matter, which is a government employee, to tell them <laughs> why they and should. And then hate they'll the switch it to protests are illegal. They'll make they'll make mass protests. They'll make it some way that this specific kind of like a protest that blocks traffic is illegal. Something to give them a little more power and threaten arrest on people. Like it'll be yeah. something crazy like that. Uh, in purposely inhibiting a supply chain is a felony. You know, it'll be something. Oh darn! I guess uh, those Black Lives Matters protesters can't go. Uh, you know, protest uh, they, on the highway they, anymore. What a shame! They didn't. They didn't interrupt any. Simply, Canada chain. hates That's why black people so much. Like that. Okay. They'll be like, oh, black people. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, it, it'll they didn't effectively, yeah, make it. Fly. It'll effectively make it illegal for truckers specifically to protest in any matter because they're a part exactly. of the supply chain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something like that. I, I think that's how they're going to do it. Yeah. 
something ridiculous like like their uh, vaccine mandate tax, the unvax tax or whatever it's called. All right, is that all you got, Aaron? Is that your prediction? Yeah, that's everything. I just that's all I wanted to talk about with the with the. I wanted to celebrate a little bit about how fucking funny the protest is. Us <laughs> driving people insane, and then just make a prediction on it. All right, are you guys ready for some gravy? <laughs> Always, I'm a gravy addict. Tell me more. Um, so I I stumbled upon this doctor. I think he's from Spain, um, or Italy. I can't really tell. Uh, I think it might be Spain. Anyway, he got together. He is Dr. Ricardo Delgado Martin. And him and a bunch of other doctors got together and made, uh, I forget what the website was. I'll I'll link it to Josh to put on like the show notes and stuff like that. But they got together and decided that we want to know what's inside of flu shots back in 2019. And it's, spiraled into this whole thing of them looking into not only the flu shots what's in flu shots but also what's in the covid shots and it's the the craziest damn thing so they went and they started researching all the different um people in the management system so they go okay well we're gonna get a couple of flu shots uh we're also gonna look at toxic chemicals that shouldn't be there and the producers of those toxic chemicals. And they notice that whenever, uh, what was the inoculation period comes in, like right before flu season, they tell everyone to get their flu shots. They notice that graphene manufacturers, graphene is a superconductor material, are their stock prices spike during inoculation periods for the flu shot. So they, that's very interesting. So they found ties between graphene manufacturers and pharma companies has the same people. They're basically like subsidiaries of, of themselves, right? Do you know if graphene's like in what widespread applications it has these days? Uh, because for, for the most part, at least a you know, few years back, it was very much still kind of research and uh, yeah. you know, just random composite material sort of uh, applications. I, I don't think I've seen many applications come to market as such. I, I think it's all highly like experimental stuff because it, you know, it's, it's a very tiny material that you have to that you have to work with and everything like that. Do I mean, yeah, for, for anyone familiar, graphene just means one layer of carbon atoms. So it's they're in their little hex pattern, and it, but it's a single layer or, you know, there are the different grades of it. But the premise is that and it has a bunch of very advantageous properties, including being yeah. a superconductor. Yeah, it's the, the strongest, thinnest and most conductive material on Earth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, and so these doctors are all of a sudden finding connections between graphene pr- manufacturers and vaccine manufacturers. Um, what was it? So they got a couple flu shot va- um, little vials from 2019 and 2020. And what they did was that they they did two studies on them um, to find out what's inside of them. And between all of all the different studies, they determined that there is a 90 eight percent chance that there is graphene oxide inside of the vaccines the flu shots going back to 2019 and also the covid19 shot okay are you following do do we do we know (laughs) this This is like a very hard to produce material very expensive very what's going on what's going on here it's it's very hard and i'm assuming for like one sheet of graphene that they like perfectly like manufacture and are able to sell out that uh, 99 out of 100 times 
they mess up that production and have to dispose of whatever they're doing with it, right? I so mean, it, it's, just, it's, a, it's the sort of thing where um, either it's in uh, you know lower grade where it's a few layers um, or or like in, in, in an imperfect shape or, um, yeah, or it can be damaged or uh, it's a very small sample. Like it, for to get, you know, perfect single layer graphene, it's usually like, you know, tiny micrometer size samples. Yeah, well, well, what I'm saying is that there's like an error rate in like highly technical fields like that. So like yeah, the lenses yeah, exactly. that astronauts like use. Yes. Uh, there's a famous story about the guy that makes like the lenses for astronauts because like you had to you had to make a hundred of them for one to be like effective to use. And so they cost like oh, wow, $60,000 okay. or something like that per visor. And like they made a bunch of money off of the government doing that. Just running <laughs> a fucking scam. Um, so it's it, it was I'm assuming something like that. And so what they started doing was looking into uh, the effects of graphene oxide on the body. And that's what I was going to ask. That was my next yeah. question. Cause I'm like, what would be the point of it? what, what would you accomplish from injecting that into somebody? Josh, you looked into that, right? Graphene oxide. studies. Uh, I wasn't able to dig up my old notes. No. Um, I, I know that graphene oxide is legitimately used in, in biomedical applications, but um, I, yeah, I wasn't able to, uh, Dig up my notes on specifically what uh, specifically specifically what applications. So it's not uh, inherently toxic unless it's irradiated, unless there's some sort of uh, radiation coming through it. Specifically, a type of radiation in about like the two point five gigahertz range, about like the five G range, <laughs> the cell tower range. So what they're saying is that interesting. They looked at elderly homes, so. Um, the, the people most targeted to get flu shots in society are the old people, especially at like elderly homes, right? So what they did was they got the mortality rates from like 265 different elder, elderly homes. And then they could then predict the death rate of the mortality or of the, uh, the mortality rate at an elderly home uh, during the flu season based off of two variables and those variables are the orientation <laughs> of a cell tower and the distance from the cell tower <laughs> from where the, the uh, elderly home was located from. Oh, right? are you shit, following? Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so wait, the closer they were to a cell tower, the higher the mortality rate was. Yes. And they could predict it. They could predict where the cell tower was. Rel like <laughs> the right. Go ahead. FaceTime your grandparents. Yeah. Your grandparents more with a better connection it's literally killing them and so what they found is that uh graphene uh, is toxic to the human body only if uh irradiated and so what happens is that you you supply the poison and then you uh hit the activator later down the road basically they turn on the switch you, they you, you hit twirl your the mustache and you press the big red button that's yeah that's how it works <laughs> And so they did a bunch of other like weird experiments other than just finding out graphene is inside of the vaccines. They they did a couple like Petri dish type of stuff, but they they dropped the vaccine into a hydrogel. Do you know anything about that, Josh? No, I, I am not a biomedicine. I, is that just like what's not in my a Petri field? dish? I, I assume so. I, I assume it's just like a neutral like palette to put chemicals on and see what they do over time and stuff like that. Uh, the doctor was like freaking out because, uh, as it dried up, it, 
it solidified and the vaccine took the form of what looked like under a microscope, a motherboard. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Which like, I, I understand it sounds very silly. And I think it's just like the, the, the physical properties of, of the graphene itself. I think it just solidifies in that manner naturally. Yeah. Like I don't, what, what I was think thinking just logically is graphene oxide with the oxide ions going to be reactive and, you know, irradiate it, throw it in something. And it's going to have, like I mentioned before, the nice, just perfect hex grid pattern across it, you know, form something on top of that, react something, form, form something on top of that. Sure. It's going to look like a, a computer chip or whatever. That's uh yeah. And, and so what it it's does, nothing th- special. Yeah. This, this doctor got into, he's like, okay, well, if it's in your body and it becomes irradiated, uh, he kind of explains, he goes, well, it's a superconductor. So it's going to be drawn into your body and it's going to start massing towards where electricity is flowing inside of your body. So your nervous system and your heart your brain. Yeah. Okay. And so we have all these reports going on of COVID brain fog or like a long COVID where people are, have, you know, that uh, they seem kind of lethargic and stuff like that, or that's and the reports problems. and heart problems that you see in, uh, in uh, sports and stuff like that. So I have a couple of clips. I try to cut it down to as little as possible here, but let's listen to the good doctor. He's, I believe Spanish and it's being translated real time. You believe, did you hear that name? What? It was like, Rodrigo uh, Alejandro, like he sounded like the inventor of the taco truck. Like <laughs> Ricardo Delgado Martín. Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Graphene is a superconductor and is going to lodge in wherever there is the greatest electrical conductivity in the body, which is the central nervous system, brain and heart. And since it is toxic, well, what it is, is going to do in some way is immobilization of limbs, alteration of the central nervous system in general, paraplegia, all kinds of anything related uh, problems with the central nervous system. And in the head, it will cause neurodegeneration and even erase memories. Lack of memory is another one of the symptoms. The heart, especially when it enters cardiac activity, it also enters into electrical activity. Therefore, graphene goes directly to the heart to impregnate it. As it is toxic, it impregnates the myocardium. It will then generate myocarditis as it inflames everything. If it does so in the pericardium, it will make pericarditis. In addition, graphene absorbs radiation and generates electrical discharges. Those discharges break the normal pattern of the heart, generating arrhythmias, and these arrhythmias result in fainting with sudden death. It is exactly what we're seeing in athletes and those people that are walking quietly down the street who died suddenly. (laughs) That's fucking wild, right? And his whole point is that this inflammation, this problematic toxicity from graphene is activated by cell towers. It's not even just 5G. It's just cell towers. They they need to increase the radiation output. They need to increase the radiation output just constant over everyone at all times. And then they get them to get mandatory injections, flu shots, seasonal shots. Oh, but he does go in. He's saying that the body... 
eventually will flush it out of your system, right? If you're not irradiating yourself and you have graphene in your system, your body will naturally flush it out between like three to four months. (laughs) Booster. Ironically, the booster time frame. Um, So he's like straight up implying, he goes, he's like, yeah, perfect time to get another booster. He goes, if you can make it. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's hard to imagine that like they're literally trying to enact the Georgia Guidestone 500 million uh, people on earth fucking plan, but yeah. it's not the chance of that is in zero. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a case to be made for it, you know? So is it real? Is it, is it plausible? And is it possible that, it's being manufactured on purpose by, by someone or there's malintent somewhere. And yeah, I mean, graphene oxide is not going to just naturally form in, you know, an observable quantity. So it's, you know, it's gotta be intentional to, to some extent that that's, uh, that's in the vaccines. It's feasibility. Like I'm, how the hell do you detect it in the body? Like how would you detect it inside of someone's body? Uh, because he, he had a list here of, like, all the different types of tests that, that, that they did on the vaccines themselves to determine there was graphene inside of the, the vaccine. Yeah. Inside the vaccine. And it's just like, well, you can't do that on a person. Well, yeah, microscopy is very precise. Um, you'd have to have some sort of, like, bioindicator attached to it or some sort of, like, a effectively the same concept of like having a magnet you run across the skin and that, that but that like i don't i don't think they could i don't think there's anything they could do that with well yeah i i mean it the one of the scary parts about it is that it fills in all of like the blanks for covid all at once which makes me think it's kind of a crock of shit <laughs> too right they're like this yeah, is that, that too. it's doing this and that's how you know you know i'm explaining the heart attacks i'm explaining the booster shots in 3 months i'm explaining this i'm explaining that like duh i figured it out like it's like okay it's either <laughs> beyond belief or it's actually fucking real right yeah so i'm i'm wondering with um with the tests that they did and kind of the, the feasibility of um the, you know the, the the graphene being irradiated irradiated in your body to begin with uh kind of what the situation is there because the whole argument for cell towers and 5G not being an issue is that it's such low energy that it doesn't penetrate the skin at all. Like, it doesn't, like, you know, radiation for your organs would, uh, you know, would cause cancers or would cause problems. But, like, it's it's such low energy that it's it's just never going to get through your skin and never actually going to affect you in a significant way. So I'm, I'm wondering if... Like if the with the tests they ran, they have any actual data on the level of radiation that would be required to activate the graphene oxide in this way. Mm. You know what though? Mm. I I don't I yeah, just like Bob said, I don't believe that fucking Rodrigo Alejandro Martin figured out the whole Illuminati scam with all the graphene in the fucking vaccines. Like I think the chance that he's right is like five percent not zero it's pretty high it's yeah. low yeah one in 20 crazy but, harebrained theories is right okay but you know what else i don't believe oh we've uh we know exactly how this doesn't even penetrate your skin i know it goes through buildings and around the world but don't 
It doesn't penetrate your skin. Just cement. Your skin That's is fucking an retarded. absorbing material. Yeah, sure it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't believe that. How if your if your cell signal is working in your office, it can go through you then too. You know, tell me that it's not like it's not going to harm you or whatever, but don't tell me that it doesn't go through people. It goes oh no, no, it doesn't people. go through your skin. That's impossible to penetrate. It only can penetrate an eight foot cement wall with a bunch of insulation. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't uh, claim to perfectly understand how telecommunications technology you don't have to though you know that they work inside of a building like that like and that's just your regular cell phone signal without like not being on the wi-fi it's just your cell phone signal walk through a building it goes through the building but it doesn't go through skin Uh, remember when they put all those all those all those extra satellites up i think i think that that fixed it that that's doing yeah yeah, that's That's why we good wi-fi because all the satellites (laughs) <laughs> Not the cell tower at the at the top of the building, but the satellites. <laughs> you know, the satellites are the mesh network for the the modem of the cell tower. Like it, it makes perfect sense. Well, what what I found really interesting that that in my mind gave this guy a little bit more credibility was that they, they started doing this research with the the flu vaccine back in 2019, before the vaccine mandates, before the COVID 19 even came out. Um, that was wild to me, like that he's just like, well, we're going to gather a bunch of independent uh, doctors, basically, like research doctors, get together and start get a couple of vials of the flu vaccine every year and then kind of see what's in it because they just didn't believe pharm- the pharmaceutical industry and what they were saying was in it. So, oh, of course, I don't believe them either. They probably don't have to list every ingredient. They're probably not required by the FDA or whatever the Italian medical regulation agency is to list like every tiny little thing that's in it yeah yeah of course not yeah no which is preposterous you should have to absolutely say every single ingredient if you're going to uh mandate it in any way for for sure but they don't but i mean the government puts coyote poison in our water and say says that it will help your smile so i i don't believe them when they're like oh this is safe like all everybody here seems like they're full shit like this this uh alejandro here he he seems like he's the least full of shit but that's not a high bar uh bar to cross (laughs) so i i forget he was associated with like uh some medical association too that has some credibility that i totally did not look into (laughs) But- <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, so th- this was this was brought up on No Agenda, and I remember Adam yeah. Curry referencing or having some some sort of you know trust in the publication or organization or whatever that he was affiliated. with. It was with. like yeah, yeah. doctors okay. for children or some weird thing I've never actually heard about. <laughs> Something like that. Something along those lines. Well, shit! I can't wait till they fucking kick the five Gs on, and uh, we watch everybody drop drop dead at a heart attack. After their sixth booster, yeah. Rest in peace, Josh. <laughs> uh, but I, I think, I think what we're really, what ties both of your topics together, the important element in this is the element of choice. How in Canada, it's there's no, there's no federal mandate. Blah blah blah. These truckers are choosing to inconvenience people. These 
Mm-hmm. Uh, federal workers are choosing to lose their jobs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but I think there's, there's really a bigger question in all of this than just silly government mandates. What does it mean to have and to make a choice? So I guess this is a, a, a general question. What, what do the two of you think of a uh, free will? What's, what's your, your concept? Your, uh, how do you conceive free will? Oh God. Damn it, Bob. I was trying to like I was trying to like stare at you to play the clip. <laughs> what clip? You know the clip. You don't know what soundbite was perfect for the end of Josh's rant about free choice. I can't even find it. What's going on? What's happening to me? Do I have brain fog? I know it. <laughs> the- no! What? What? What are you leading into? You are a retard. No. I hate week. you. I hate you. Oh. I hate you. No, not that one. The other. One. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was the whole thing I wanted you to end it as soon as he stopped talking. I hate you. I, I was trying I, okay. so hard to get your attention. Ugh. I was like, <laughs> I was so confused by Josh's. Like, are we getting into a philosophical discussion about free will at the moment? No, what? he was deranged. Josh posting. <laughs> he was. He was doing that in voice form. <laughs> We kind he of are too, a, though, but yeah. <laughs> he was asking an honest question. I'm like, what? Josh. <laughs> You're right. I should be better on the trigger, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> what apologize. was the real question, Josh? In, 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 you have five seconds. You have one normal <laughs> person sentence to ask the question. because we Wait, all... no, that, that's the real question. Do you believe in free will? <laughs> oh. <laughs> God. Yes. yes, I believe yeah. in free will. I, b- I believe in it too. Yeah. Oh, this is a hard moment for the show. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. You know what? I agree. We need to cut down to 500 million. We need to kill some of us off. It's getting too complicated out here. <laughs> okay, what Josh. if I were to tell you that free will has been scientifically disproven? Oh, really? It, uh, we're all just chemical. Remember, it's everything's chemical imbalance. That doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah, anymore. we're just <laughs> reacting to external stimuli. That can that can describe, explain literally everything that we do every single day. If you're a godless retard, uh, that's how they meant to. That's yeah. how they meant to end that. I, I think yeah, I think Aaron nailed it on the head there. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me they're measuring stick for free will. Is this another Brian Cox? Is he about to be like, oh, you see, I took out my finest uh, measuring cups and I couldn't measure free will, so therefore it doesn't exist. Uh, Close, close, very close. Uh, So uh, let me tell you about a little thing called the uh, Libet Experiment. Um, so to, to go back a little bit, back in 1964, 1965, there were a series of psychology experiments run, which uh, the, ultimately what they identified was the brain activity, the neurons firing related to um, you know, people intentionally moving, intentionally making actions. So it was just a very simple study. It was uh, hook something up to your head. And people like tap their fingers and it's like, oh, you know, they're related to that. The they're we can sense brain activity. We have an idea of this relationship here. Following up from that experiment in 1983, uh, this this guy, um, something Lefet, Jonathan 
Benjamin, Benjamin Labette, he he did this experiment that was uh, based on timing timing the uh, relative actions of the neurons firing in your brain, the person physically tapping their finger, and the person choosing the, the, the to tap, like in making the intention or like making the decision to tap their finger. And that was timed by, so there was a, they did a TV screen in front of them with um, cycling through letters. And they're like, oh, I tapped my finger when it was on letter K, or I, I just made the decision then. So like that, that's, that's how that worked. So what, what do you think of this experiment so far? Effectively, like he's trying to time things out and figure out, oh, well, what's a reaction time like? Or how long is the difference between when you decide to do something, your brain, you know, makes the motion, brain fires the neurons and you actually do it. Like, does, does that seem reasonable? I, I get what you're saying here. So he basically is just time. He, he times when the neuron fires to when you actually click with your finger. But that's like seems to me more like reaction time. That doesn't have anything to do with when you don't. We don't know where thought like your thought comes from in the brain specifically. Like we don't know how to. They if they're they know an area that might light up when you're thinking about certain things but they don't know they they try this is another example of them like pretending this was in like what 1960s the the 83 is this experiment 83 yes and you're gonna tell me that this guy was measuring specific neurons accurately and just they this is where they lie they just like pretend like they're gods like oh i measured this neuron and and i could tell that there was no free will there like that's retarded (laughs) Over the next few decades, they did uh, repeat the experiment with with various you know better technology like fMRI and stuff, and they they were able to successfully repeat the experiment. Um, just for for context regarding you know the eighties and yeah, they were able then. to successfully measure reaction time. How that the, the, well, there was the takes third away very... free will. They have to know exactly what happens when you what what part of the brain is what is making a choice, and you're already giving them instruction. It's fucking stupid. Very keen observation there, Aaron. We'll get back to that in a second. But uh, so okay. that, that was the that was the third variable where um, like you you have the the screen in front of you that's flashing through letters, and you're like, and the person has their perceived start of their action or perceived decision to move, and that is what they're correlating with the neurons firing and the actual movement. Okay. So they they time they have that as well. So that's how the, that's how they're you know defining the free action. And the results of that experiment were that the perceived start of the motion was after the neurons started firing in the brain. So effectively, the body started moving before the person ever thought about moving. That's, that's what they figured out with this, this grand experiment. That's retarded. I don't believe what I'm saying. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Okay, that, so that's retarded. Just because uh, they measured neurons firing, but they don't even know what those neurons were do- were telling the body to do. Aaron, it took them 27 years to figure out what you just said there. Okay? That they <laughs> there didn't know this... what they were talking about? Yeah, there was this guy, Aaron Sugar in 2010, who uh, he... he theorized came up with this lovely idea that oh what if the these uh you know neuron firing observation they're making isn't the you know the the direct one-to-one of somebody moving their hand 
or if somebody making a choice. Yes, exactly. How did they not figure that out? Because they were following <laughs> the instructions given to them. So they're obviously making the same choice. And if the neurons are firing after they, they all make the choice to follow the direction they're given, so they're making a choice to follow a direction and neurons are firing after that. That's some kind of response from their fucking finger moving. That's the only constant. Just because they couldn't measure the neurons firing when they made the choice doesn't mean that there's no neurons firing and you're doing it automatically and you're like some kind of robot. This is so. So these guys, <laughs> these guys put a brain scanner on a person, gave him a bop it device, <laughs> and started being like, "Oh, oh, he's doing what he's told to do. There, he doesn't have free will." Like, but there's no neurons firing, so he would have done that no matter what. Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't give him the order and see if he has free will to. No, it's. Where do you so think? How do you think he follows the direction then? There's no neurons firing when you follow directions, so he's not even following directions. Everyone did that independently. Oh, but then there'd be neurons firing for free will. So I guess I'm in a catch-22 of nothing you do starts with neurons firing in your brain, which would be the most fucking absurd thing you could ever make a claim on. Yeah, their their logic is fundamentally retarded. It has and that's been in, been in books for fucking thirty years. So, so what? What I was, what I found interesting about this, and, and looking <laughs> up all the details on on uh, the, these experiments, is that I didn't find like it was less often in scientific journals and psychology textbooks and stuff. It was always in philosophy courses. It wasn't scientific. Like it appears that the scientific community didn't care. Or like didn't like you know pay any mind to the, these observations, and that it was uh, just philosophy courses, intro philosophy courses, who are like, ooh, we can talk about how you might not have free will, and it's gonna uh, cause these little eighteen-year-olds that's just gonna blow their brains, and um, that that seems to be that like what happened. It's gonna cripple them mentally, and then we get to propagandize them. That's the bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good one, Justin Trudeau. Uh, I need to trim that one up, make it a little tighter. <laughs> Dude, that I like I hate that so much. Like that that's so insane that no one made that connection. So it's like, okay, so there's your claim is there's no free will because there's no neurons before choosing to do what you're doing. But there's also no neurons firing to when you're following the direction too. So that just means you're not measuring the right thing because obviously <laughs> the idea was that the neurons were before the person made the decision. So like that they weren't like making this, the decision is kind of the, um, the conclusion. No, just because but, they uh, didn't find anything doesn't mean it isn't profound. Oh my <laughs> that's, God. That's science in a nutshell these days, <laughs> we wasted $50 million of, of, Government money doing research, guys. Probably, what you probably learn? more. Yeah, like yeah. nothing. <laughs> but we are wiser because of it. Oh, no, definitely. No, we came up with a really long name for the thing we were doing, though. So should, can oh, we get another oh, grant for are, half a million dollars? Do you want to a really long name? They, they, they have the uh, uh, barite shafts potential, which is the name for readiness potential, which de describes the neuron relationship to the motion. Yeah, barite shaft potential. The Atlantic article says it a fucking hundred times. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Why um, do I know everything about how this is wrong? And all I am bat. is a printer repairman. 
I love that you I'm got a printer the point repair of it immediately. Man. I am a fucking screwed. I'm a wrench monkey. Like this is. I fucking hate science. This is so absurd. I sh- like this is why I have no respect for the people that are like trust the science. Like I, it took 27 years to disprove this when a literal wrench monkey figured this out in five minutes. I haven't heard a single thing about this until you brought it up right now. <laughs> I didn't prep this. Nothing. I knew the conclusion immediately <laughs> as my gut reaction. Are you fucking kidding me? Is everybody in the world retarded? I feel like I'm an idiocracy where I'm like, I'm not, I'm dumb. I'm already, I'm a dumb guy, but I'm somehow smarter than everybody around me. Luke Wilson understands that a round peg goes in a round hole. Fucking genius over here. That's all I'm like, that's a really, well, it's like a one-to-one like step there. There's not, there's nothing that complex to think about there. And And somehow it took 27 years for a bunch of fucking psychology students to figure it out. And I'm supposed to respect them because they have a fucking degree. Like, what the fuck? So if you've (sighs) ever heard growing up that, like, in the the last 30, 40 years, uh, that, you know, there may be scientific evidence of no free will, it's it's, it's bunk, man. As a a really quick wrap up, uh, the the theory or conclusion that Sugar came to with his um, 2010 experiment is that the... uh, the firing of neurons is effectively a you know some sort of random or or sinusoidal pattern, and you make your action and you know related to it just because that's like when you're able to make your it's at the peak of you know electrical conductivity and action in your brain. So like that's when you're going to make the action. That's just how it works. So it's not like it doesn't correlate to the decision itself. Yeah, because we don't know that yet, and we might never know it. Like it's that complex. Like the human body is so complex. That we might never know it. It might be what it's. It's so far beyond our grasp right now. It's uh, laughable that in 1983 they were like, "I measured it and it didn't. I didn't see it, so therefore there's no free will." It's exactly the same as the Brian Cox thing that we always make fun of. Oh, I didn't yeah. measure, so also therefore it doesn't exist. I couldn't measure a psychological, a philosophical concept, so therefore <laughs> philosophical <laughs> concepts don't exist because I think that you're retarded and i'm a grifter well, like one day one day we'll map out that last seven to eight percent of the human genome and we'll we'll find the free will gene and this will be solved forever we'll be able to genetically engineer people with more free will it'll be insane that's their wet dream is to be able to convince everybody that you're like a string of code that's all they're trying to do is Dude, it you're a math the, the new matrix movie oh my god so good am i right guy <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, they've convinced everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I had they've to reach for con- the mouse. <laughs> You're right. They you can uh, they convinced everybody with DNA that that's all you are. Is that you're like this math problem that's reacting to outside math problems? Like they want you to again, as long as it's the most nihilistic existence possible, that's truth. That's all they care about. They don't give a shit about anything else. They want to reduce you to a math problem uh, that evolved from other, like literally a a single cell into a a complex, you're just complex goop. That's what you are. Like, it's fucking stupid. I I hate science so much. Speaking of of science... (laughs) 
You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today. Whether it's space or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Machine learning points to prime places in Antarctica to find meteorites. More than 600 spots in the icy continent may be prime locales for finding lots more space rocks, guys. Aren't all, isn't everyone excited? Aren't you excited, Aaron? Space rocks, Antarctica. They're going to Antarctica to find more space rocks. I can't. I'm thinking about space rocks a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they go, go fucking on. exist, dude. Like, well, I don't think space exists. That's not that big of a thing. But like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, then where did all that nickel and helium three come from? Yeah, nickel doesn't happen on Earth, Aaron. It's literally on Earth. <laughs> Just because they came up with an origin story for it that's fucking stupid doesn't mean it's not from Earth, since it's literally on it. So I, I like in this article here, it says Antarctica isn't necessarily the number one landing spot for meteorites. Uh, right next to that paragraph on related stories, it says meteorites might be more likely to strike near the equator. So it's like the worst spot to find meteorites then. But <laughs> 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 it has to be. Yeah, but, but the they find all of them there. Constantly. <laughs> They're always there, and we never see them at the me- at the equator. You know, uh, anywhere where there's people, they never find meteorites. No, they, they've just all been discovered where there are people. Like, these meteorites in no. Antarctica, they're, like, from the 50,000, 200 million, a bajillion years ago. But, okay, hear me out on this. <laughs> Let's just talk about meteorites. I'm, for I'm listening. Yeah. Think of all, like, the giant craters that they say were, like, from a, a Earth-shattering fucking meteor. Okay. There's not a single example. Yeah, not a single example where the meteorite didn't just pick itself up and walk out of the hole. So it leaves this giant hole. There's no fucking there's no trace that it was ever a meteor. And it it couldn't possibly be like a I don't know, a giant lake that dried up or a fucking geyser of some sort. Like, how do we know not know that there's an underground spring that created a fucking giant lake and it dried up over time? for whatever reason, and that's what caused the thing. No, it was a giant space rock, and that's the only explanation, and the space rock is never left in it. I, for one, have the utmost faith in the Smithsonian and their black helicopter agents in recovering every single piece of mysterious archaeological evidence. Absolutely. We never see them hit the moon, despite there being no atmosphere to stop it. We never ever see one actually hit earth no no, no. We, we we talked about an explosion in uh russia one time in the 50s and we promised it was a meteor even though no one has any pieces of it it i don't think that fucking meteors are space rocks i don't think that the the lights in the sky that happen at a set time every year that's why one blew my mind they do you know the asteroid the meteor showers are at a set time every year you don't have to know any, you don't have to have space binoculars to know when they're coming because they fucking, uh, they come at the same time every year, like, uh, I, like clockwork. Yeah. Really? Well, how, how does that work? You don't know about that? Josh? We don't know. If you're a liar, you say it's space rocks. You didn't know that you said? No, I didn't. Yeah. You don't need to have space binoculars to know that meteors are coming because yeah, they happen I, at the same exact time. Every I don't year. follow it myself, but I had a couple of friends that would actually like 
track that every year. They'd be like, oh, it's the meteorites and meteor showers tonight, and I'm going to go up to the hill and catch it and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like pre-planned. They know exactly when it's happening. Yeah, you don't have to do You can just put it on a calendar every year. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never looked into the what's what the going cycle on with is, that. Yeah, what that is all about. I don't know the mechanics behind it or anything like that, but... Yeah, I don't know if That's it's like cool. every 53 weeks or something, Like, but it's on a set schedule. So I think the most interesting part here is that they gave us the map. They gave us the locations oh my God. of the spots that they're going to be hunting for. <clears throat> Our vacation is getting planned by NASA. <laughs> I'm surprised that the map wasn't just a giant pentagram. I was like, oh, look at <laughs> Oh, my God. Would you look I mean, at that? I mean, we haven't tried connecting <laughs> the dots yet. Uh. That's a that's a real big alchemical symbol there you, you got there. <laughs> they, again, they didn't even go to these spots. This is a, a an AI yeah. told them this is the best meteor spots. They got a random map generator to fucking plot points out for them randomly across Antarctica based on nothing. Dude, guys, can we go geocaching in Antarctica? It's like, yeah, I'm totally. This just sounds like fun. A powerful new machine learning algorithm has identified. Yeah. So it's an algorithm. It didn't yeah. do anything. It's not based on anything. I don't know how strong it might be. <laughs> how powerful. It's very strong. <laughs> Some unreviewed <laughs> code that a grad student wrote. Yeah, basically. Exactly. Like yep. an engineering grad student, not like an actual, you know, computer science software. Based on literally student. nothing. It's not based on satellite data. There isn't any of Antarctica. What's it based on? Uh, that's, that's, it's that's a it's good question. based on well, they made this nice diagram here for us, uh, the Space Rock Road, and how it gets. <clears throat> yeah, it shows like this little diagram of how the meteorites would fall into the snow, and then through like the, the snow compaction, it would roll off into a separate section, and then there's heat coming off of it. I don't understand that. You know what? <laughs> Whoever the made these diagrams can go kill. I hope they're dead. Because these are all the ones in our science books, too, where it's like, this is how sugar gets into a cell. Oh, this is how, uh, this is how, uh, chlorophyll works. You know, like, it'd be like, it always would be this diagram, the shittiest drawn thing yeah. with a couple layers. And then it shows, like, things just entering into something. It was done uh, in MS Paint. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were the dumbest motherfucking species in the entire it, ever to exist i i hate us so much i i think we're we've gone heavy on the science for this episode you want to <laughs> let's let's wind down a little bit with a, a voicemail from bobby yeah speaking of examples of scientists being like oh uh, that that's a thing uh it's new it's new actually we never heard of it before even though we heard of it before like uh Oh, scientists discovered that there's just as many nerve clusters in your heart as your brain. Oh, scientists discover uh, massive nerve clusters in your groin. Oh, did you know your stomach? I can actually feel. It's like, yeah, those are called chakras. Dumbass. <laughs> Good point. Just like they're like, oh, yeah, there, a guy told us in the 1700s that this muscle existed that we just found. Nope, uh, nope. Yeah, we found nerve clusters. It, it, all these points that we used to make fun of, we made fun of literally yesterday uh, that were all called chakra points. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they had a word for it that you didn't like. Now you said nerve clusters, so now it's super smart, even though you just copied a 4,000-year-old Chinese text. 
Aaron, if I were a brain in a vat and, uh, you know, if I were, if I were in a vat, I would have just as much thinking and human capacity as the rest of you all. I hate you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, me, for <laughs> being way more poignant than I was about to be. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's it. That's the show. Yeah, that wraps it up. That's as much science as I can handle. Those those I'm, fucking guys. I'm they got me so holy... mad. Josh, that thing that you brought me about. <laughs> oh, my God. About free will. A guy determined that free will doesn't exist because uh, he couldn't measure a fucking neuron firing. See, and here you thought. Shit. Josh is asking about us, asking us if we believe in free will, and you thought it was deranged Josh posting. I was like sitting there trying to answer, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" I was like, "Well, because he, he I, we had to just make him summarize his question because at the end it was, <laughs> do you believe in free will?" And it it was asked in a deranged Josh posting way that was uh, like a run on sentence that we tuned out. We both tuned out of out on halfway through. That's why I was trying. All I cared about, once he kept going, I was like, but I couldn't say it, so I was just trying to get your attention. (laughs) You have to learn how to say it just like the the soundboard clip, so you can say it whenever you want as well. That's true. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) have a good night. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. Thank you, science. I hate you.